what's the crack you're very welcome to episode 28 imagine that 28 of the Athenoy Junction podcast this is the podcast equivalent of a vegetable soup enema um we're a duo this week that's right there's me that's right and then there's yourself that's that's me that's myself there it's myself and yourself as you said, our, our marketing correspondent is otherwise engaged tonight. God knows to, God knows what he's up to. He maybe he's made his way to the Wicklow Hills and he's roaring to the night sky. Um I we'll hear, keep you updated. I on hear that. he might have gotten uh, gotten Coca Cola as a client. Um so we're now the probably the second most important client of the um Ackle Island uh, marketing agency. Well, in fairness, I mean his material was you know, game changing. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could call it um, the, the the rural west of Ireland equivalent of of maybe uh, Don Draper. Um, I suppose. Um, who's Don Draper, Dara? Oh, who's Don Draper? Oh, he's uh, who's the that? main character in, in in a wonderful show called Mad Men, uh, which is all about advertising all right. in the in the sixties. In, in central Manhattan. Fucking great. Loads loads of uh, oh. cheating on your wives and and drinking and, and fighting and stuff like that. Oh oh yeah, all standard stuff actually. Uh, sort of on that topic. There's a great group on Facebook uh called Mid Century Advertising. And it's basically like really old style adverts. Adverts that had they been created today, probably wouldn't see the light of day for much longer than a couple of minutes online. Stuff that's not PC, so some just stuff that's really naff. But some of it's really cool. Um, mid-century advertising, anyways. It's a quite cool group. A lot of stuff goes up there during the day. It's all very mad. Um, there was a cigarette advert. I can't remember what the, the the brand of cigarette was, but apparently their logo was something along the lines of if you inhale a cigarette and blow the smoke in a woman's face, she'll be infatuated with you. Well, I mean, if you're in a, again in a rural secondary school in Ireland and you're about the age of 13 or 14, like, you know, the smokers down, down the back of the green there in, in our school were always... In in a sense, the the Irish equivalent of the popular kids. In a sense, the scans like they yeah, they'd be the, the ones invited to to all the house parties and stuff before before we would have been. So, um, in a, in a way, they weren't wrong, really, were they? I uh, know they'd be all um, they'd be all smoking, and they'd have they'd have kids at home, and they'd be driving, and they'd have mortgages, and sure, they were probably only 17 at the time. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. For, work, fair play to them. Work, working full-time there. <laughs> working a full-time job and school. Imagine uh, that. Imagine the state of your life <laughs> working. Um, speaking of, um, I, a friend of, of ours, Paki Killalee, told us a story um, at, a, at, a, at a band practice there. Um, he was saying that this pure Mayo scan uh, ended up at some scholarly house party in Westside. No one knows how or why he was there. Um, but, you know, you, hmm. you can imagine your kind of typical, kind of rough enough house party, you know. 
like um they'd be handing around Jaffa cakes uh, sort of a thing would they Jaffa cakes you know the kind of Jaffa cakes that kind of knock out horses and all that um yeah oh well yeah industrial sort of grade ones I know the type yeah yeah um what's kit of mine is kit of yours I suppose um anyways (laughs) so pure pure (laughs) it's not your ketamine it's my ketamine what it's not your waddy that's yeah get your hands off my waddy yeah I'm calling social services um you've neglected my waddy for too long (laughs) you don't deserve it you can't handle the my what (laughs) (laughs) you had me at my waddy oh we're gonna need a bigger my (laughs) waddy Okay, so hate me like won't no go on. Oh, the the story is fucking ruined now. Um, yes. So, anyways, rural bloke in the party. Anyway. Rural bloke in a, in a dodgy enough party. Um, and uh, according to to Packy, anyways, who who would be a bit of a scan himself, but would fit in a little bit better. I'd I'd say than than, than this fella. He was going around um with the bootcut jeans and the and the loafers on him and the typical kind of uh, rural Irish lad that you see in a meme um, just going around in the farmer's journal oh, uniform absolutely basically. like to a T and um, yeah he was introducing himself you know and he'd be oh, oh yeah nice. I'm from I'm from Mayo I'm working full time working full time now yeah and um, that's all he'd say to, to everyone and he and Packy was just watching him go around just say the exact same thing to everyone Sticking out like a sore thumb. Anyways, um, that was a pointless story that got ruined by the the the, 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 the Maiwadi jokes. Uh, uh, Maiwadi jokes, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder what um what was his working arrangement though. That's what I want like to know. In- Maybe it was like code for he was actually the dealer for the party, and it was a oh. really elaborate disguise. I I don't know. Yeah, like the tap on the side of the nose and he just leans in and says I'm working full time now oh yeah full time um, I'll give you give you a few hours there if you want oh uh, yeah there's, there's, there's time going if you want it yeah he's he's a work dealer minimum wage <laughs> <laughs> I've got some I've got some cash in hand going Cash in hand going. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, so we're in the middle of uh, I I think it's COVID two point and uh, well we don't have uh, poor old Dylan is uh is isn't here for for no other reason than he's yeah. not available but he's currently stuck in a Dublin lockdown two and it looks like Galway and I'm assuming Cork are are going to go into the same thing. Uh, oh yeah, sure. I think I think at this stage now, just lock them all down. You know, like let's not even look at the numbers anymore. Just let's just sort of lock them down. Just call it off. It's just the cra- just, yeah. Just call it off. Blow it up. Basically, the um, the pandemic, you know, restrictions version of just blowing it up. Yeah, blow it up, ref. Like um, I suppose. 
I was planning on going to Dingle at the start of November and I kind of want that to happen. So if if we could be locked down like today for three weeks, that'd be sound. You know, that's yeah, that, Dingle. That, that's you that's my look on it now. And I think it should be locked Kerry down. Kerry will have to get, Kerry will have to get very bad, I would say, before it goes anywhere near a lockdown. So it's going to, I think it's going to be one of these counties that'll be just unscathed throughout. Oh, I, I'd say it'll be COVID. sound, but if, uh, if, we, if we say like, uh, we can't leave our counties, then sure. Um, we can't exactly turn up at a at a hotel in Kerry's doorstep, pretending that we're from mm. Kerry, or something. Um, you'd have to have the accent and on we, point, so you would. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I, I'm sorry. It's too. It's too leprechaun. Um, I I don't know. I I've tried it a few times and and it just it doesn't work for me. You know, the certain words isn't that <laughs> isn't that how um. I think it's a way of like when people are trying to learn accents and stuff for movies and shows that there's always a couple of key words that they'll just like go over, you know, like the like ba- bag of chips and a can of Coke thing. In yeah. Liverpool yeah. Accent. It's a bit like that. You just sort of, you have like a phrase that'll anchor you and then sort of you just learn other words as well and there's hope that it sort of comes together. But there's some words you could say in the Kerry accent. And they'd hold. Oh, I, I don't know. You know? Um, like that, that foot, like when you think about the footage of, uh, you know, that, that, that pub, that, that, is it the highest pub in Ireland or something? Oh yeah. Get out, man. Get yeah. out, man. <laughs> and your man's just, just, he's just feeding the lamb under him while he's having a pint of Guinness. Oh, and, and no one can understand oh, what's going on. <laughs> Oh, come here. You're actually, you're sorry. I'm a, I was actually thinking about a different video. There's two videos on the go. All right. So there's a video. That one that you're thinking of is the one for, it's for Ireland's t- tallest pub. Oh, and your man is inside and he has the lamb and he's milking the lamb. Oh, or he's giving us milk anyway. And, and But there's another one then for uh, strongest Kerry accent ever. I think you'll find it on YouTube, I think. And it's, it's worse than those. It's worse than those men. Oh, I'm gonna have pub. to look this up now. I was, oh, I, I couldn't believe that that video is footage from RT News. Like, are you in? Are, are you in a position to to watch a video now? If I send you the name of it, uh, I could. Yeah, I could. Oh my god! I think it's um, just if you just YouTube strongest Kerry accent. Oh Jesus, he's there. I want to hear your reaction to us, Dara. Okay, sound. Um, it might actually come through in the mic here. I think the YouTube will be linked to the speaker. That's no harm. Um, That's no harm. Yeah, let it come through. Pull, pull it up. Pull it up there, Ryan. Oh, oh, I have it here. <laughs> I'm going to mute it and just watch it. Pull her up. Strongest carry accent ever. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the one by Colin Flynn. That's the Colin, channel. Colin right? Flynn. Oh my god, the hack of this lad. Okay. Sound. Yeah. Play it now there. And we're here in Clarny because we've been invited by a very good and he's <laughs> I 
ridiculous. But isn't oh, your man doing really man. well to li- to hear him though? Like your man is doing really well. Yeah, I. I that's Jesus, and his yeah. name is Sham. Oh my Sham. God! Clown, eh? There's there's, there's there's a comment here. The top comment is, it's got sixty eight thousand likes on it, and it's just he's speaking in doctor's handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god that's a that is one now uh i'll be using that again that's 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 great now thanks for that <laughs> this, there's another great comment here there he sounds like the drawing in spongebob <laughs> now i've a faint i've a faint recollection um oh yeah you know the, the drawing that comes alive the sentient drawing oh geez. doodle bob <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> Oh, stop. oh that's that's a story for another time anyway he sounds like doodle bob um, um so uh, any uh any yeah. housekeeping uh bits we have to do or 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 or, or what oh, are we at? I, I don't think so no dylan in fairness dylan is our um he is our point of contact to the receptionist uh, we definitely have one of them and the world uh, he's basically our social media guru yeah a lot yeah. of the time well he leads the social media team he, he oversees it I suppose mm. um, yeah um, I suppose I've um, I have a fun fact of the week I'll just okay. drop us into this um, it's very uh, well it takes around 1.2 million 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 potatoes to power the sun for a second (laughs) (laughs) so a million million is that right there's a one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty forty fifteen sixteen seventeen there's 18 zeros so you're talking so that'd be six six and six yeah it is yeah 1.1 so you're talking a million trillion Uh, is that right no no that'd be a million It'd be it'd be a billion billion. Sorry, that's probably an easier way to do it. Or yeah. So oh Jesus Christ! Mm. Um, um, wow. But that's my that's my fun fact of the week for you now. There. So um, how how pointless and irrelevant. It, it, but there you have there you have it. If the founding didn't happen, w- w- would you say that you know? there'd be that many potatoes in Ireland or that, that, you know. I mean, like, what's, like, what's the turnover for spuds on a yearly basis? That's what I want to know. Answers on a postcard there, lads. Yeah, guys. um, Anyone, uh, anyone who's close to the bone as regards potato crop. Could could our our farmer's correspondent, uh, the tillage correspondent, uh, write into us, please. Yeah, are they, you know, roosters or new potatoes or whatever you have, let's be having them. At, at the Mariah uh, Junction Podcast, P.O. Box 235, uh, Iverini, Boherbui, uh, Conde Nagaliva, there, thanks. Um, Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and then in other news, uh, check out the Odlums Ireland Instagram page, lads because Bundyaki is going bacon buns. Uh, he may have already, actually. I haven't checked. 
but apparently they've teamed up with Bundy Aki, international rugby player for Ireland and Connacht. He will be baking some delicious breakfast muffins this week. They might be already up there. Keep an eye on the Instagram stories <laughs> in the coming days. As what? A, oh, no better man. No better man to be guiding us through step by step, like like an Odlum's Bob Ross. I've seen him. I've seen him pass uh, my my estate a few times. He's a very recognisable man, even in a car. <laughs> yeah, because he just has such a like a thick head. It's like he just has such a big neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that man has just shot to fame in the last few years. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I really want to see this because I would say um, being a you know a professional athlete, but of that kind of caliber. So not that you're making crazy money or anything that you'd actually be quite the cook or baker because of all the nutrition you'd have to, you know, conform with and things like that. I'd say that he'll, hmm. uh, he'll perform very well. I'd say he yeah, could, I, I'd say he could bake a good scone. Well, I'd say so. He, he wasn't picked up off the street anyway, if he's on the Adlums Ireland. I mean, whatever about his Irish caps and his winning of the Pro 12 with Connacht, really, this is the pinnacle. He's uh, he's really made it now. Um, but I, I'd say so. I'd say so. I know they have a lot of stuff given to them, all those boys. But um, uh, I know I know two things about Bundyaki now, and that's aside from rugby. He loves bacon because this partnership with Odlums, and he's actually a he's a bit of a a fast hand at Fortnite. Apparently, apparently that's what they all. Oh. Like twelve-year-old kids, they just play Fortnite, apparently. And they come across Bundyaki, and and it's like, are are you the real Bundyaki? I don't think he's at the fame where he has. A, there, you know, the people kind of catfishing him though, on Fortnite, or or maybe maybe there is some twelve-year-old <laughs> pretending to be him. You're in a lobby with two two lads called Bundyaki. <laughs> What are the chances like? Are you the real Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I actually really. I, I I can't wait to see that. I think that's gas. That that's such an unusual partnership for uh, a rugby player to do. Bundy, I just, Bundy, yeah, Bundy's good, you know. baking tips. Bundy's Bundy's buns. Do, do you reckon it's like that Bundy Bundy we, buns like the the burger buns? Is they? he is the he Bundy's. going to play the? Is he going to play the like feminine apron card or is he going to have like a Connacht rugby logo one or, you know, or, uh, what, you know, hmm. what would his apron fashion be, do you think? Cause, oh, yeah. It's a good question now. I would say, no, I would. They're not going to have him full. They won't have him kitted out with anything Connacht, I wouldn't say. I think it'd be pure cash. Yeah, floral patterns or something. Or uh, yeah, just like you know, a nice backdrop, a nice kitchen, good lighting, and then just Bundy lights, camera, action. <laughs> I mean, that's pressure. That's pressure. <laughs> Never mind holding the defensive line with twenty oh. stone lads running at you. That's pressure. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm just imagining him like swearing when he burns them and stuff uh, I'd, I'd love to see the outtakes you know 
Ex- we, yeah, like, except going really on PC about it and like reverting back to his like his New Zealand accent just to <laughs> to, to swear and. I'd I'd lo- personally I, I like you, if you have have you watched Bake Off before Pork or are you a follower of Bake Off? So I watch. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a massive follower, but whenever there there is a name that I recognise, like um, I suppose James Acaster, for instance, I will go onto YouTube and I'll watch like the montage bits, but I don't watch the actual series. No, I don't follow them. Um, or even just the general like non-celebrity one, like they you know they try and keep it fairly family friendly, but there is the odd swear in it, and uh, you know, you know, obvious obviously it's bleeped out. And everyone knows, like, that makes swearing funnier, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, 100% it does, yeah. With the, um, with the professional bake-off, sorry, I, I watched this with, with Neve and her mom, I don't, um, and I've gotten quite into it just from watching it with them. But the professionals seem to swear an awful lot, like, you know, any time you're watching kind of a montage of them working through a challenge or whatever it's just constant beep <laughs> mm. it's very funny but um, yeah Neve always says that if she was to go on it it'd be kind of like that <laughs> and um, I, I can see it happening alright I don't know how they just, the like non you know <laughs> the, the Joe Soap bake off like I don't know how they manage to keep their language intact when they're under that much pressure myself yeah it does sort of like the whole task lends itself to just being a bit angry doesn't it yeah like you know there's scenes where people drop their cakes they've just spent four hours baking and let alone yeah I mean that's like let alone allow that you know doing this on TV for a competition you know where potential I don't know baking sponsorships and all that crack you know that's all at stake if I did that alone at home I'd go into I, I think I'd have a conniption anyways you know like <laughs> go into a cursing convulsion like yeah I'd go into like an, an old just infinite loop of swearing for a few minutes I think um anyways um I suppose I, I'll get on to since it, it's been ages since I've been on actually and I have to say actually um Last week's episode was the first one I've listened to in a long time because I don't listen to the ones that I'm in um, because I can't stand my voice. Um, And it was very good. So I got the outside perspective. Um, I I got to be an AJP uh, listener for a change. (laughs) An AJB. I don't think we've said the acronym once ever, actually, now that you say it. We'll use it when we're just talking to each other it's like oh yeah that's just that's one for AGP now and then we'll like on a certain topic and then we'll forget about it because we only record every solstice um, oh it, it's been but, used in uh, in the in the listeners um, like ch- Facebook chats that I do being with people that listen they, they'll ask when the next AJP is up so I that, I didn't even coin that phrase I'll have you know um, the AJP yeah so but sounds good uh, yeah, no, it's it's good as long as you know what what people you know what we're on about, I suppose. Um, otherwise, you'll have to say at Sunrise Junction podcast. Um, but yeah, no, it was good to be a listener for a change, and um, yeah, no, fair play, to you. It's it's good. It's a good walking slash running podcast. That's that's how I uh, judge podcasts these days. 
that or in the car um because they're the times that you need kind of I don't know mental stimulation I, I can't go well I like listening to music obviously but if you're on a three hour car journey sometimes uh, you know you, your playlist starts to repeat itself and you need a good two or three hours of podcast to keep you going instead um, yeah 100% yeah but I, I think that the, the podcast has that ability um, fair play to us I'm just going to give ourselves a pat on the back there we are now yeah. that's, a, that's a nice pat um, leading on, leading from that, I was actually meant to talk about fuel prices. So, when was the last episode? Here we go. When was the last episode um, that I was on? Oh, Jesus, it's been a while. Um, oh, let's just say months ago. Let's just say months. It was we were deep, knee deep, or just coming out the other end of COVID. 1.0 yeah um now we're yeah. too 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 fast to covid too now fast we're on at the moment um yeah so sorry about that everyone by the way um i suppose life gets in the way and when you're not forced to be in your house 24 7 um it gets a little bit harder to do these zoom calls i suppose when you have a little bit more of a life um mm. Anyways, so fuel prices. Uh, I, I I haven't been keeping a very uh, as close of an eye as I was back in peak lockdown, where I was deliberately going on journeys and surveying the the, the city. Um, but times were hard. Now that I enjoyed that. As now well, that you say that, thing. yeah, um, man, it's already what an innocent time. Sorry, just a slight tangent before I let you carry on there. Like I was thinking about just being at home and just going out for a walk in the evening was like the excitement of the week what's the big meeting mad? someone for just oh my god what an innocent time it was and you know, I kind of didn't mind it it wasn't the worst mm. I, I actually yeah. the, the, the like the proper lockdown now I actually kind of liked apart from the one thing I'll say is um, stuff like cancelling holidays and things that you have to look forward to um like you know we, we had a festival that was obviously cancelled that was that was a big that was a big sad on the 7th of july yeah was it was a home. big mood and not a good one but hmm. um for the most part i suppose we had good weather which was always good but um just walking around in the sun and you know Taking life back to its basics was actually kind of nice. And part of that was going around and looking at different fuel prices and watch them go down as no one used their cars. But what I've noticed, and I, have, I haven't I haven't read into the, the um, cause of this, but obviously when uh, restrictions got kind of lifted, we saw a little bit of a rise in the, in the prices. Of, of the fuel so you're, you're talking now we would have been below the 110 mark for the diesel and close enough to the 120 mark for the petrol per litre indeed uh, it was and it was nice it was a nice time although sure we couldn't fill it uh, need to and nowhere to be driving nowhere to be going and yeah once everything got going again it kind of rose a bit it went up to Jesus it was up near like near 117 118 in Galway anyways in, in August it would have been about that 
Um, now, this is this is the point I want to make. Well, first of all, currently I have to say that the, the prices in Galway are very good. Um, they're back down to 110 uh, and a litre on average for diesel around the city-wide, I'm talking here now. And great gas is obviously undercutting it by a cent. Uh, so that's down at 109 a litre and about 121 for the petrol. Now, that's the current prices out of the way. I have another theory on, uh, uh, like, I don't know what the cause of this is, but <clears throat> actually it's not really a theory, it's an observation. So I went on um, a, 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 about a 10 day staycation up the, the Atlantic coast. So um, I started off in, well, actually I visited Castletown Bear first in Cork uh, the week before and I met you in Inchidoni and that would have been the, the oh, first the in, first day. Inchidoni. Inchidoni. Yes. Um, and I started there. So John Spillane there. Good, like, imagine, uh, what is it, picture an idyllic hideaway. Um, that's what, that, oh, I love that ad. It's a great ad. But he's always down there in Clonakilty, actually. Um, he loves that place. That was he? part, I think that was part of the deal, really. The fact that um, it's like Pat, or John, rather. Pat Spillane, another famous Spillane. John Spillane. John, if you if you come in and do the advert for us, we'll pay you very well. But you do have to live down there. And sure, he loves car. <laughs> he's from Passage West, but yeah, he'll go it's, down it's there. It's not that... It, <laughs> Not that he's from the the rough area of it or anything, but uh, yeah, we went. We started off there um, and stopped in. Well, we would have done two days in Clonakilty. Went up to uh, South Kerry. Uh, where did we stay? Port McGee, and then Dingle, mm. and then up towards Doolin, and then we skipped Galway and Mayo, or for the most part, because obviously would have fucking seen enough of that the last six months. Um, and we we stayed in Ackle then for for a night, um, and then Ennis Grown and took an old uh, detour off to Fermanagh to go to Finlock Luxury Hideaway. It was fucking great. Would highly recommend. And then finally stayed in Killybegs in Donegal for the final two nights. And the result of that was a lot of driving, a, a, a yes. fucking lot of driving. And a lot of research was done, I'm sure. Oh yeah, um, the bean it, it did well. Um, I only, I, I, I estimate, I'd say I used maybe a tank and a half in total. No, that's yeah, not too bad. All the way down, all the way up to the top, and then back. Excuse me, back to go again. Yeah, um, I, I think roughly that's what I did. Now I didn't run the tank to empty. Um, I would have kind of been a bit, you know, worried if if I was going on a three hour journey and there was less than half of a tank left, I was a bit conservative with it. So I'd fill it up again. That's why I'm only estimating in a tank and a half because I actually stopped for fuel about three times, I think. Um, but we were closely observing the, the prices of everything as, as I went along. Now, uh, I think that I'm very lucky where I live because uh, I believe that Galway is the epicenter of cheap fuel prices in general on the west coast no, on the west coast that, yeah. that, that's you're a bold probably, statement I would say you're probably right uh, yeah. uh, that's a bold statement yeah. now and I'm only saying the west coast because uh, I, I'm not well educated or travelled enough on 
on the rest of the country, so I haven't done my research. But I, as far down as I, I, like I went down to the, one of the dearest prices I saw, and that that whole kind of ten days, two weeks, was in Castletown Bear. I was kind of forced to because I I, I didn't know when I was going to see the next fuel station. Um, I paid one twenty for diesel um, per liter, which was um, a bit mad, and Ouch. it was a. Uh, some young lad uh, it looked like a garage I, I, cu- I couldn't even find the diesel pump for a while it was very badly marked uh, it was very old style uh, petrol station so it wasn't um, you know your, your your Circle K or your Maxol or anything it was just like fucking you know uh, Murphy's fill-in station or whatever oh, both oh yeah nondescript non-brand just basically well we made this fuel out the back the back shed that's ba- basically it now, and mm. what I noticed was that yeah, it was around. It was like that was one of the dearest I saw, but it was around that price. The further south I went on on the on the tour, and it kind of got cheaper as I went up towards Galway. It would have went down towards the one fifteen, mm. the one fourteen, thirteen mark, and then yeah, Gal- it was weird. <laughs> like that's that was that, and then once I passed Galway. It started to creep back up again. Mayo, yeah, it's a funny one. It, it must be. It must be just like the more secluded but touristy places. It has to be just like tourist traps, basically, in the form of petrol stations. It mu- yeah, like it has to be, especially the one out by by Castletown Bear. I'd that, say um, yeah, that, that's there's a lot of them ways. that just charge an awful lot, like like yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're talking in the in the mid. One, one, you know, 13, 14, 15 in the Mayo area then. And then it gets up more expensive once you go up towards Donegal. So I reckon that all the fuel, well, it, you know, there could be a lot of um, conspiracy theories about this. But I suppose the most logically boring answer to this is that it's easiest to get to go away from Dublin out of all those uh, places. Um and has a direct impact on the price of the fuel which is uh yeah that that's uh that's my my gist of the of the fuel prices this week and i spent way too long talking about that jesus christ i'm so sorry stellar journalism um but yeah if you if you want cheap public service and and you're on the west coast i don't care where you are just come up that should be the next like um, Discover Ireland ad targeted for Galway. Um, <laughs> a montage, a montage of people enjoying themselves in four courts. Yeah, like you know, there there are some beautiful filling stations in in, in Galway. I have to say, um, mainly on the outskirts. <laughs> I think um, very picturesque. Get a photo of your, yourself and the family in front of. Circle K beautiful <laughs> it's like the wild Atlantic way stamps you know the old rusty the squiggly yokes <laughs> except oh it's, yeah except this, it's all just the petrol price steins yeah basically like in a way they're sort of their own thing what's the story with those signs what's uh, the story like what is the story it, it's um, I want <clears> to know if they were put in rusty or else they were just oh yeah bad I, material I reckon I don't know when the whole Wide Atlantic Way started, but it was recent enough in the last five years. 
Um, well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I think it's been around for about a good few years, but I would say definitely the last 10, I suppose, like it's only sort of become really popular the last couple, all right. But like, I don't know how long that's been there. Yeah, like all those signs. Like, I don't I don't really remember one clear day when all those like the signs got changed to have the little blue squiggle. You know, oh, yeah, showing the, that the road signs. Yeah, I I was thinking of the the actual like, been a big thing like the big you know the brown squiggly oaks at the actual landmarks. That's that's what I was thinking of there. But um mm. Yeah, they're um I suppose on our trip anyways. They're a great you know, look at me. Uh, I'm an avid traveler. <laughs> an avid traveler. A tourist. <laughs> T- tourist. Um, tourist. Yeah. And, you know, you, you you flake a picture of that. I will sign up on the Instagram story and fair fucks to you. Look what you did today. You know, because oh, yeah. all of the sites that you're looking at, right? It, you're unless you're a photographer at, at heart like yourself actually uh it's going to be a phone you're taking the picture with of whatever you're looking at and no one is ever happy with the pictures they take of stuff like oh i don't know like the view of the skellig islands from some point uh on the ring of Kerry drive or um What's another one that I was annoyed about? Glen Gesh Pass in Donegal is class. Like, it's unbelievable to look at. Um, You know, one of those kind of shit yourself drives. Um, But when you try and take a picture of it on a phone, even on a good phone, it it just looks like a field. <laughs> you know? But oh, yeah, you, yeah. you take a picture of this squiggly line and then it's like, oh, look where I was. And then people look it up. Oh, it's big. Yeah, that's a it's a big yeah. American ploy, and it's a, I suppose I have a rake of pictures of those now on my phone, and uh, uh, <laughs> loads of shite pictures of views um, that didn't really work out, <laughs> as <laughs> as Neve put it, just a rake of pulp <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on like just absolute pulp on our phones that we're never going to look at or use again. Yeah, just fodder. Just basically fodder. I am, for someone who enjoys cameras and just taking photos in general, I am actually blue in the face of people putting up their like 10 photo Instagram pages of like exploring the West. <laughs> it's just them. It's just them. And it's just, it's just fucking feels... <laughs> Oh God! It just feels like, and I'm off. I'm a, I'm horrible for even saying it because I'd probably do it myself. But like, I'd want to be called out in it as well. Just like, you're swiping first to get something. It's like, oh, fair play to you. You drove to the edge. You drove to the coast, and you took a photo, and you did that <laughs> ten times. That's what we like. We had a great time on our holiday, but. Towards the end of it, that's what it kind of felt like, you know. Like, Just like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, look at this now. Yeah, we're up high. That's great. Oh, we're down low now. Oh, uh, that's lovely. Oh, look at this. There's another road that we might die on. Great. Um, yeah. The other thing was uh, the Wild Atlantic Way. It, all in all, uh, after spouting all that shite about it, it's great. But you fucking need the weather. Like, 
and that's a rare thing in Ireland. Mm. Like you need consistently sunny weather for whatever t- length of time you're going to do it for. Really, you yes. need two to three weeks to do a proper full Wild Atlantic Way trip. Yeah, to get and to I'm, most I'm parts. very, I am very afraid at the moment because I have my staycation, my year holiday, my only one this year, for the end of October, and I know it's not going to be good. <laughs> but it's going to be pissy, pissy <laughs> weather. I'll just be driving around and I'll be <laughs> camper van booked and it'll just be like a montage of like eating bread and scrambled eggs and wet shoes and that's, that's what I reckon it'll be you can, you can actually you can see the gasness in it for a while but it's just there is there did <laughs> come a time towards the end where uh, honestly, we had a couple of good, like the, the day that we met you, the first day down in, in Inchidani was gr- really nice. And then mm. we had good weather for a couple of days and they were unreal. Like, you know, wow, this is yeah, class. Yeah. And then once we got to Kerry and stayed over our first night, it really started to get shit. And like we would, you know, apart from looking at stuff, and doing some walks that's all there is on the wild atlantic way so we would yeah. have, we would have been doing walks and they were great but um nowhere near as good as they would have been if we'd like a clear day or if it wasn't pissing on us <laughs> um, um i suppose we actually we got over it you know uh we ac- we did have good crack um up until killy begs and we sl- we climbed sleeve league that was great and then we got we got drenched on the way down and um we stayed in this hotel that had a like 9.1 review on booking.com um oh yeah that's that's quite high and we uh we were you know looking forward to it, it was the best rated place in killy begs even though there was a much mm. What we ended up going to was the car park, right? Uh, it was on this one-way street on a really, really, really steep hill and it was just about wide enough for my car to fit through to get into the car park. And I had oh, to do... To get, to get into the car park, I had to do about a six-point turn to actually manoeuvre my way in. And um, then we, 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 got there, we got in and um, it said breakfast included... But it was actually like a self-serve kitchen. So it was like, oh yeah, we've got bread oh. and milk and cornflakes and you can make oh, that that's yourself. Continental. And it was, that's my arse. What like, is that? Fuck's sake. And um, the kitchen turned out to be great f- for later on. Um, but there was that. Then we ended up in our room, which was also... I suppose it was clean at the end of the day it was clean not great no no you know it was, there was no view outside or anything and we had this um the telly was okay not that we'd usually care about this but it was pissing rain and it was going to be pissing rain for our whole stay so we had a telly mm. but it was like an old CRT telly and I reckon it was about 13 inches uh, oh, do, is it, when you say CRT are you talking about like the boxy ones the old the displays? old job like yeah um, oh my god like something you'd get like a 13 inch TV the ones you'd get in your room when yeah, you're like tiny maybe like 11 or 12 <laughs> like you're talking tiny so we called that the plasma for the two days and <laughs> um, 
it was it's like a Michael Scott in the office sort of a thing now there like it tiny was, oh it was so small and it was situated the furthest point away from my bed that it could possibly <laughs> be in the room so like you'd be trying to squint to see it and we had th- I think three channels and they were repeated a number of times throughout the channel numbering so I think we had like Virgin Media 1 Virgin Media 3 and like a BBC or something so it was uh, Britain's Got Talent the virtual live semi-final was our entertainment for Saturday evening oh dear oh dear god oh it was yeah um, what else happened all the restaurants were booked um, including all the restaurants that we rang in Donegal Town which is a 40 minute drive away I was like I don't care I, I'll Jesus I, I, I'll drive how is that there and they were all booked out we went down to a very highly rated like takeaway seafood shack in Killybegs you know like uh, it's a mm. Killybegs is a seafood town like it's a one of those kind of what would you call it a fishing town oh it's it's, it's a fishing town yeah daddy used to used to haul loads of fish from Killybegs uh, years ago when we were kids he used to come home smelling like fish <laughs> lovely um, yeah <laughs> the, the poor, very strong poor Pat the, uh, honestly um, anyone that t- talked to us about it beforehand was like oh Killybegs is a lovely town um, but the the seafood shack it said that it was close at half seven we went I, I drove the hundred metres from the hotel to the seafood shack because the weather was that bad um, <laughs> and I got out soaked myself and um wait hold on a sec now um i'm just checking what about our do you have like zoom premium scan or what's going on because the, the meeting never ran out oh yeah that's just because there's two of us what yeah yeah it's only is? um it's a, there's only a 40 minute limit when you have more than two people yeah yeah it's like infinite yeah. for two due to yeah. cutbacks due to covid uh the at the right junction podcast have had to um resigned their um, Zoom premium subscription that we never actually paid for uh, just so you all know yeah. um, we, had to, anyways, we had to sell some land to make to make money uh, yeah we, we're just struggling to make Zoom. ends meet here yeah uh, we've got a, we do we've have got a couple hundred acres of prime Irish fields uh, <laughs> so that's a bit of a that's something to fall back on I suppose not really not many people I, know that we're really, we're really, we, you know, we're, we're, we're employing, what is it now? 300 lo- local jobs now, Porrick? Um, Something like that. Yeah. We, own, we own half a mead. Um, that's essentially this, the, the land mass that we're talking. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose now that's never really, I don't know, it's never really come up, to be honest. I didn't, no one really asked us. Yeah, no one asked us, yeah. Um, um, that's the way the podcast game is going now anyway. You just buy land. Yeah, Un- unfortunately, even with all of our, um, what's the word, liquid wealth, um, we couldn't afford the Zoom premium subscription. So for the previous few episodes, since we started our Zoom episodes, we've had to cut the calls at 40 minutes because there's a 40 minute uh, limit on Zoom and we have to stop recording and start again on a new Zoom call. Bit of background on a Athenry Junction podcast production there for, for everyone. Um, yeah yeah so, i think i think that is a good time i think that is a good time to just go for a short break before we roll back into things oh um, fucking hell for, we've been going this long Jesus for the Christ. break yeah it's a rather late break but sure look rather late or better late than ever uh we'll play a bit of um 
definitely Fleetwood Mac will go for the chain there. Just we'll, we'll, we'll play that there now. And that was Fleetwood Mac. Definitely Fleetwood Mac. Uh, the chain, sort of. Um, yeah, one of their lesser-known songs. To be the, honest, the studio session version. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. Early it's sort recordings. Of, it was a B-side. It was a B-side song back in the day. Um, I had the marvelous privilege to witness a clash of the natural world and. 21st century society outside the forecourt of a petrol station in Cashel, County Tipperary, two weeks ago. This sounds like the stuff of dreams. I saw a crow slurping, oh, slurping till the cows came home. What was a cup of coffee that had spilled on the ground? outside some sort of a tradesman's van. Oh. Um, he was loving <laughs> it. He was just hoovering it down his gullet. And it got me thinking, like, what sort of exotic, potent stuff that we make could you be feeding to crows before they'd actually just go, ah, that's a bit too much for me now. Could you give them, like, I'm not saying this is a thing, but could you give them like yolk juice, you know, like Tropicana and just yolks and then watch the madness. I I don't think uh, crows need yolks to, to be honest, um, as I suppose I, I, I had the privilege of seeing Tommy Tiernan live a couple of years ago. And mm. I'll take a, a direct quote from uh, from Tommy's set. Um, There's something cuntish about crows. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing he, he that that led him into uh, <laughs> a rant about crows, and it ended up as crow is cunt. That that was the uh, that was the end of I've it. I've seen and a I lot of them. every word. I've seen a lot of Tommy Tiernan stuff. I find myself on YouTube just looking at his like his back catalogue from maybe like nine, eight years ago, and even further back. And I don't, I, I don't recall ever seeing that bit. Oh, he's. Um, uh, I, I, I have a funny feeling. It was the Galway Comedy Carnival, and I have a feeling that he improvised the whole thing just from the way he was delivering it. It was very like, oh yeah, I, I am, would say so. Yeah. I have to clue what I'm about to say, kind of look on his face. Um, mm. But Jesus, he was good at it. But yeah, um, I think everyone was laughing so much at it because he was dead right. They're pricks. Yeah, they're cuntish. Yeah, that's um, no, it's very true. Like, but they're sort of devilish looking, devilish looking animals. Like they're, they're just. I mean, they have beady eyes. The word. BD eyes. <laughs> the term BD eyes must have been created when talking about like birds alone. Oh, I, 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 I'd them, say so, yeah. Themselves and blackbirds and stuff. No. Uh, yeah. I suppose a blackbird, a blackbird, not too bad actually. Um, I suppose I am. Um, I had 
a good few, about a couple of months ago at this stage now myself Kira and a load a, a bit of a group of us stayed in a very very weird possibly the weirdest Airbnb I've ever stayed in it used to be an old like 19th century primary school oh that's creepy enough yeah very creepy so very open very echoey a lot of tiled floors and stuff but at some point in the 20th century then some English guy with a couple of pounds in his pocket had had come over to Galway bought it and tried to make it into some sort of a big house like just sort of this extravagant well not extravagant really just like this big open house and it was like in the back arse of nowhere, like sort of in between Portumna and Ballinasloe, absolute, the arse, just the, the anus of Galway. And all along all of the, uh, the hallways and the, and, and like the, uh, the kitchen and the sitting room and the dining room, there was framed photos of all like the surrounding wildlife and stuff. And I tell you, like there's a load of animals where you'd always hear the names. You'd always hear farmers talking about minks and stoats and all these, but like you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what they looked like really. Not really. It's like, is that a badger or is it a stoat? I don't know. Is it a mink? Is it a mink or a badger? You wouldn't really know. But it was quite interesting anyway. The animals like the, the pine marten and then just massive birds, fierce looking things. Um, like taxidermy so anyway. Yeah, I texted him respect now. Like, there, but there was loads of them. Oh, like there was, there was like pictures for birds, and then there was other like framed like things for small vermin, and then small, small birds. And then I was watching birds outside the window, and I was, I was saying, "Oh, let me, let me identify you now." And I was running in to the photo, and then I saw, I think I saw a blue tit or something, and it was good oh, crack. But you know, I'd imagine like bird watching and that sort of thing is actually really, I don't know, I'm not into it and I won't be for a while, but I sort of get it, do you know? Yeah, I, I, I'd I'd take up bird watching before I took up fucking plane watching, like, you know, stand outside an airport and look at 737s for hours. You know, well, you know, I actually do sort of, I actually do sort of get that too. But why, why is I, that? I like planes. Planes are, like, planes I are just cool. like planes. But at least you get a bit more of the variety with the birds. You'd be guaranteed variety with birds. Whereas. Ah, there's a bit, there's a bit more personality with birds, I suppose. Uh, so yeah, be, yeah. Them being sentient beings, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. They have feelings and stuff. Although it depends how much you're into planes. Maybe you that's, might that's just true. Proje- um, project emotions onto planes. If, have, um, you, have you ever seen the Cars movies? Don't the planes talk in that? So there's talking planes in the Cars movies. Oh, wait, no. Did they have a spin-off planes movie? Or Oh, I, let's let's go searching. Am I, let's am, go searching. Am I shitting out my arse here now? Well, you wouldn't shite anywhere else. Cars movie plane and actually that crow let me see oh there was planes yeah yeah but there was also there was planes which was uh, a 2013 3d movie but then there was also planes fire and rescue the year after that was another one um oh yeah it looks pretty good 
we'll have to give that a watch. They were actually pretty successful music at, or uh, movies, weren't they? Like Harry's. Oh yeah. Harry's had the old Rascal Flats tune in the the first one, and it was an absolute. Oh, it was an absolute show. Oh, it's a belter. It's a belter. And fair play to Lightning McQueen and the boys. Like they're seem like good scans. Life I suppose. is life is a back road. Like life, and I'll drive it. Yeah, life, life is the the Dun kettle interchange. Speaking of, that's something I wanted to talk about. Um, the the, the Dun kettle interchange. The Dun kettle interchange. Um, actually, the Dun the Dun kettle interchange. That, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that that it was something that popped in. This is not one of the main topics I wanted to talk about today, by the way. But it popped in. It, do you know what? It came up on a traffic update this morning, as it does fucking every morning, every other morning. Yeah, um, without, so without doubt. I imagine this to be like, I don't know, like, um, almost like, you know, you have a, a stop line, um, opposite a stop line, kind of a thing, and it's just rows of cars playing chicken with each other, like. You know, to my, hmm. in my eyes, it it just sounds like absolute mayhem. There's always backups and crashes and delays on the Dunkettle interchange. Like, I suppose yeah. I, I, I don't really, hmm. I don't really want sort to of ruin my like, idea of it either. I'm, I, I suppose it is just a busy junction. But at the end of the day, you know, well, the best thing about the best thing about the Dunkettle interchange for people who have uh, frequented it. Uh, even just once in their life, is you get to go through the um, the Jack Lynch Tunnel, which is probably the best part about it. Oh, and tunnels are As you yeah, it's a good one. It goes under the lee. Uh, fair play to them. They they built that uh, and named it after Jack. J- Jacks Jacks Lynch. Um. Jacks Jack, Jacks Lynches. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, good. I mean, it connects like North Cork. Uh, out Fermoy, Mitchellstown, and then on the other side you have Middleton and Yall, Yall, and then you have a bit of south. Yeah, brings you back into the city, sort of two different ways as well. That's great old, great old junction now, and that's it's the most on-brand thing we could possibly be talking about right now yeah. on this podcast. Uh, yeah, and and speak. So, is there a good filling station at the interchange? Oh, there'd be no room for a filling station whatsoever. No, no room. Oh, there's nothing. There's nothing. No, no, no. Because uh, you could have like... No, no. You could have a... Well, I suppose you could have... Well, obviously it's going to have to be a filling station, but really I'd have a cafe in there that could be called the Kettle's Done Interchange. Uh, um, I couldn't... I couldn't... Like come in up the up. middle of the roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't think of a, a substitute for the word interchange quick enough there. Um, uh, yeah, neither can I, but the joke, the the intent was there anyways. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. That. I'm really sorry. That Again, pulp. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute ring. Wouldn't be like us. No, no. Um, have you have you anything on your mind, Porik? Sorry for hijacking with my Dun Kettle interchange questions. No, I suppose I just can't keep my mind off Bundyaki making buns, I'll be honest. It's sort of just there. 
It's really um, going to be, be amazing. It, it, it'll, it might haunt me in my dreams tonight and then I'll just have to wake <laughs> up. Actually, uh, no, no, I suppose no time like the present, I might go on, to, I might fire onto the Adlum's uh, Instagram page there, all right? Um, we'll, play, we'll play some, um, we're going to play some elevator music now as I'm just, um, I'm just here searching, searching this. Searching this. Ah, so the the team or uh, the post the post was from one day ago, so it's probably not up yet. They probably have to do like color correction or whatever on it. Edit it. Fair Your enough. Buns. Yeah. So Bundy's buns. That's really what it's all about. Um. Yeah, I think that's a that's as good a place as any to come to a natural end. There, I think it's what Bundy would like. Um, if anyone does know Bundyaki in any way, please send on his number. We'd like to get in contact. Maybe some other. Um, if Adlums can get him, or I'm or sure if Bundy's can. listening, um, how's things? Uh, uh, Bundy boys, how um, are you getting you on? To. Give us a buzz, Bundy. Bundy boy, <laughs> give us a buzz. <laughs> Bundy's bun, Bundy. You'll um, have to wait a couple of days, but he'll be making buns. Oh, Bundies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Right. Sure, look, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. And until next time, lads and lassies, oh, God, God help you for listening this long. If he, uh, if he did, it really goes without saying. You probably need genuine medical intervention and help. Yeah, I, I'm really uh, sorry for, you know, um, everything I said there. Actually, to be honest, yeah. Uh, well, don't be, don't be sorry, Dara, because would Bundyaki be sorry? I don't think he would. I think he'd just go out and level someone. That's true. So what would I'd what d- would? Yeah, I just go and level some people. So instead, Bundy boy, <laughs> uh, bye, Bundy. <laughs> all right grant that's it that's it been episode 28 now and it we can't really hear it but i think in the distance there's the doom dad and do da and it's all starting and we're sort of just yeah wrapping up so that's, that's thanks it. for listening lads pat bless <laughs> <Pat> bless <laughs> oh yeah